0: LP Asterman Swiggy Your host Kennedy
1: Lucas on Swiggy 93.3 radio, radio station The 94.6 radio station
0: Ladies and gentlemen boys and girls gentlemen men, women ladies gentlemen boys and girls females and males welcome back to another exciting podcast here today ladies and gentlemen this is of course klp aftermath season five of course can, uh, huge congratulations to all of us here uh in the studio thank you guys so very much for not only staying tuned for the podcast here today Um, Of course, we've got our crew here Addison and Arthur, they're here T, he's here, Monica, she's here Everybody is here And they're so excited Uh, First off, I gotta say to all of my Peeps out there, my fan base Number one, thank you Thank you for season five This The premiere season episode today We have topics today on today's radio show But, you know We're kind of going a little bit off script today I'm fully back, fully healthy I'm ready for another exciting podcast, of course. Uh, Happy Merry Christmas. I know Christmas is done and over with for 2022, but I got to say, guys, Happy New Year, crew. Happy New Year. It's 2023. Now, we're one year away from the dreaded year of 2020, and I am so thankful to, number one, to still be alive and kicking it uh, for you guys. I'm I'm stoked. I'm excited. I'm very, very happy. Um, to be alive, number one And number two, we're, we're bringing you guys another exciting uh, episode Another exciting podcast KLP Aftermath Season 5 And I'm thankful, I'm very, very thankful to bring you guys another exciting radio show here today um, I, You know, five seasons, wow Like, I remember when we did Season 1 of KLP Aftermath It was just the first season, last, last, last fall, I want to say Um, And now we're many, many seasons in and now we're at season five. I am thankful. I'm grateful. New studio, by the way, if you guys notice it, we got a new studio set up as well uh, for this next uh, this continuous seasons. Of course, we've got many, many uh, seasons to come. Thank you, thank you guys, thank you everybody who's been staying tuned, I really hope this spring season uh, will be fantastic, it is January Uh, by the time you hear the podcast, it's January 2nd Monday, so again, we're on 2023, now let me just break it down to you guys, like I say in this podcast, in every podcast we're going to have our topics we do have our must watch list Um, we do have our game of the week and also uh, Addison and Arthur, they're here in the studio, they're getting ready their reports together because they're going to give us their news for today, but let me just let's let's slow down a little bit on the podcast KLP you season five uh premiere episode here's what we've got planned guys um so much is, is planning right so much we've got coming up for you guys uh i'm excited skipper and carper saves the world comes out later this month uh, that is a film that we did back in 2019 and now we're bringing it back for 2023 for Amazon Prime Video. So uh, if you guys know of Prime Video, we have two films on there already. Street Style and New York Culture and Hardline Second Term. So I'm excited. Street uh, Skipper and Copper Save the World is... It's a new movie, but it's kind of, we've redone some scenes. You know, we, we recorded this back in 2019 and we had it out. People loved it. And of course, obviously we took it down because Prime Video wanted us to remake it a little bit. So that way we have it for Prime Video. Um, that comes out later this month. So excited. Promotions going out for that as well. Um, that movie, I can say it's a little bit, it's goofy, it's funny, it's comedic, but it's kind of an adventure type of movie. Um, so I really do hope everybody gets some good laughs out of that. January, of course. Not only that, I'm still in grad school. I'm blessed to be in grad school. You know, it's one of those things that we're doing along the sideways. But January is kind of be a focus month. Uh, if you guys, if you guys don't know about me uh, posting on Twitter, posting on Instagram, this is the year of me to stay focused, and it's a year to continue building. Now, I'm going to go more in depth of that on well i probably did it already of course last night we're doing the beyond swanky podcast again that's another podcast show of mine got renewed for season two um and I kind of elaborate on the Beyond Swingy podcast. So again, after watching this show, go back to last night's episode of the Beyond Swingy podcast. Of course, we've got some, some good things, some good topics to talk about. But I'm serious. This is a, a year that I stay focused, right? We have so many things. This month, Skipper and Copper Travels uh, saves the world. Um, and then we are studying up for, um, for Street Style. Of course, you guys don't know, Street Style of New York Culture is my first documentary about New York City. And it's no secret, everybody knows, we are traveling back in February to go to the great state of New York to film part two of the series. Of course, Street Style Homecoming will start production in february i am so excited because we saved number one we saved up a lot of money with the company so that way we can make this trip happen we increased our equipment of course we have gotten two new cameras here to our studio we have uh two canon cameras that will be traveling with us as well very thankful for that we increased our inventory with our photography we have one huge dslr sony photography camera that's going to be traveling with us as well so our equipment has grew and it gets us really really excited because this documentary that we're filming we're writing the storyboard now and we're planning some things out and this documentary is going to be second it's going to be different from the first one can't really give you guys too much information quite just yet because we're still super early but that is what's in the works this year. Eden Prime. Of course, Eden Prime wrapped production last year, I got to say now, last year, 2022, and is scheduled to be out this year. So again, so much is going on with uh, growth. So much is going on with newer uh, quality of content. Podcasting is still going out with our new studios, new equipment, and different stories. Of course, uh, breaking um, Flash News is a new news show that's coming out for KLP entertainment news breaking you guys know about news breaking already when we have of course addison arthur beatrice um who else or henry you know everybody's being a part of KLP entertainment and we're giving you guys some great content so um 2023 is a year of focus. I cannot wait. There's going to be some new things that come about this year. We've got some films coming out this year. It's just going to be a great year for KLP Entertainment when it comes to growth. So, uh, I, I again, before we get to our topics today, uh, thank you. I, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. I'm glad to be alive. I'm glad for my health. I'm glad for uh, all the things we work hard for Um, so I, I can't express it enough guys thank you thank you thank you now let's get on to what we need to talk about here on today's show and I gotta say before we continue on ladies and gentlemen spoiler alert again spoiler alert now if you haven't seen this limited series on Peacock right now Y'all missing out, number one. Number two, pause this podcast. If you got Peacock, go watch this limited uh, series and then come back to the podcast because I think I gave people enough time to watch this series before we got into it. Of course, it's been two weeks since we've been podcasting. Uh, again, guys, we took breaks from for Christmas and New Year's Eve, a well-rested break. My crew's here. They're well-rested. They had a fantastic New Year's Eve. Yesterday, I went to the gym. Of course, went to the gym and I'm so excited because this podcast is brought to you by Nutritional Frontiers. Now, Nutritional Frontiers is a new line of supplements that is out available right now. They sell all kinds of workout protein shake supplements for you guys. Of course, in my house, I have the Nutritional Frontiers Chocolate Protein Shake, where it's the powder and you mix it in with either milk, water milk or water you mix it together and you have a nice protein shake personally for me i like to have my protein power powder mixed with ice and water that's just me a lot of people can mix it with milk a lot of people can make it mix it with different um um, liquid styles i really wouldn't recommend juice with chocolate because it's not going to taste as good i recommend water and ice it's it's almost like you're making a hot chocolate in a way um but of course nutritional frontiers it's available right now you guys get your uh box of supplements let me tell you for all my gym goers out there if you really want to bulk up you do have to have protein shakes not just lifting weights and eating good those are good good tricks to get bulked up and to stay healthy but you guys have to dabble into uh protein shakes to get you bulked up here's a trick um for our sponsor today here's our here's a trick for what we do Um, i when i get ready for the gym session and typically every sunday i go to the gym and i make my shakes when i get up right? Nice. It's made up, blended up, mixed up. And I leave it in a cold temperature, whether it's a refrigerator, sometimes I leave it in. The, right now, it's okay to leave a shake in the car because it's a little cold right now. I don't recommend when the summertime comes around and you're using protein shake, don't leave your shake in the car because it gets hot. And it's not going to taste as good. Keep it refrigerated. So when you get ready after your workout, you're drinking your protein shake. That's kind of a trick to it. A, a lot of people mess up when they do a protein shakes before a workout you necessarily can do that i just don't recommend doing that because if you are drinking a heavy protein shake before a workout your workout may not be as good so that's why i do my protein shakes after my workout so that way it helps me woke up so nutritional frontiers guys get your supplements today we're gonna have it in the link description below as well now back to what we're talking about and guys, we're talking about it. Spoiler alert. The best man, the final chapters. Now, I did gripe about this series not being a movie. Um, I would have loved to see this become a movie. I get why they didn't want to make this a movie. Because right now, there's a lot of streaming services that are available right now that a lot of people can do. But in this series, it's so good. It's season one. And I got to give you guys my take on again, again, spoiler alert, because I'm about to spoil some things. If you haven't seen this show, the show is available right now. If you have a Peacock subscription, it is the best man holiday. The final chapters, of course, you have the amazing returning cast of and I I hope I don't butcher these names. uh, Melissa DeSosa to play Shelby, Neil Long to play Jordan, Morris Chestnut to play Lance, Taye Diggs to play Harper, Sinai Lathan to play Robin, uh, Terrence Howard to play Quentin, and Regina Hall to play Candace and then uh, I'm a butcher his last name and I I really hate that I'm going to butcher Harold Perino to play merch so those are the key uh people the key characters that we saw From the best man movie back in 1999 now I remember I've seen the best man the first one I didn't see this in 1999 because around that time I was about what I want to say I was three years old so I didn't know of this movie in 1999 but as I got a little older of course I watched this movie and then I watched the best man holiday I remember the best man holiday coming out in 2013 because I went with my mom and my brother my mom really wanted to see it so we went to theaters to see the best man holiday now I did gripe about this because I was hoping that this would be a movie, right? A a long cinematic feature film, if you will, from Malcolm D. Lee. But I take back what I said, Monica. Of course, me and Monica, we sat down at the house, we watched this. This has so much that they probably couldn't have fit in a movie, right? There's so much content that they filmed and produced out that yes i can see why they didn't make this a movie of course this following the friends i'm gonna just refer them to friends everybody what happens after 2013 what happens after mia dies of course mia is the wife of lance played by morris chestnut i forgot the the lady's name and i I hate that i'm butchering this name um, but she's in it. Mia, her character, she's in the, the, this series as kind of a flashback because unfortunately she dies due to cancer in the Best Man Holiday. So now these are going really more in detail. What happens to the friends after the Best Man Holiday? Now, first of all, of course, Terrence Howard is one of my favorite. Quentin is one of my favorite characters of the Best Man Holiday. He's just so slick. He's so funny. He's so rugged. He's so, he's so comedically funny that it's different to see him in a different light of things in this series now he has his comedic elements but now he's more serious you remember quentin 1999 quentin terrence howard was the funny man he didn't want to settle down he was you know he was having sex and making money that that was his that was Quentin. and it was kind of the same thing best man holiday he was the funny one right but now in this series he's getting a little bit more serious right he Gets married, or at least, attempt, spoiler alert, he attempts to get married by uh, the character that is played, Omari um, uh, um, uh, um, is the name, played by Nicole Airy Parker. That was his wife. But then he falls in love with Shelby. I knew it that them two were gonna get married. Spoiler alert, sorry guys, I just spoiled it. Yes, Shelby and Quentin, they get married. They fall in love. Now we all knew that that was coming because they had sex in the first movie. Like a night, night, one night stand. They had another one night stand, the best night man holiday, and now they fall truly in love. In this one, of course, it, it, the series started off with Quentin and the, uh, well, Terrence Howard's character Quentin and Amari. They're getting married, and of course, the marriage didn't go out so well because Shelby shows up. Right? Shelby shows up because she wants Quentin, she loves Quentin from the very beginning um and now they broke the wedding off and of course one scene i really like was the airport scene spoiler alert guys was the airport scene where terrence howard was like you know he he canceled his wedding he follows shelby to the airport because shelby was going back to new york and he was like man you got me crying in front of these people and shit you know and he was like i'm not gonna beg he she kept walking he's like okay i'm down on one knee Okay, I'm down on two knees. You know, it's so that that is so comedically funny how the way they wrote it because we know Quentin to be the the funny one, right? And to see him be so sensitive in a good way in this series really does wonders for it. Um, Fast forward, Lance is going through some things. Of course, Lance is played by Morris Chestnut. Lance is going through some things because, of course, Mia dies in The Best Man Holiday. And he's trying to figure himself out, of course, with his son and his family. Of course, his son, LJ, comes out. He's in the LGBTQ community. It's kind of smart that... I'm glad that they went that route with the son because right now, a lot of shows are trying to... And I don't mean this in a a bad way, but a lot of people... characters in the lgbtq because they know and it's not me saying it's just me as a podcast reviewer they know it's gonna sell right so they know that it's going to sell for sure so I'm, i'm glad they played that card um you know a lot of shows they they use lgbt but they use it too much in my opinion to where it it's oversold but in this in this series they they sold it but me as a reviewer and an analyst i think this sold really well monica because You know, it's LJ. He's an African-American. He's black in the LGBTQ. So they're trying to not exploit it, but they want to show that, you know, in the community, because let's be honest, you know, it's hard for African-Americans, black, black Americans to to be an LGBTQ and not be judged. Right. And you're looking at it, Lance is old school. Now, Lance, the character, he's old school where he doesn't understand his son being in the LGBTQ, right? Because he's old generation. He's taught uh, it's a sin to be in the community. It's a sin for that, too. He's taught that way in his generation. So now they're telling a story that Lance doesn't understand, right? Um, I'm glad that they didn't use the F word to describe as a as a... Um, uh an adjective is it an adjective t comment below correct me if i'm wrong guys but i'm glad they didn't use that word because that's a very sensitive word uh to to describe somebody in that in the community um so i'm glad they didn't use that i'm glad that they have lance understand right he understands his son a little bit more and you know he understand the pronouns they and them so lj um he excuse me they his character his pronouns were they and them right So I'm glad that they showed that and kind of helped educate people because when you're watching the best man the Final chapters, you're probably looking at people from old generation right because this this movie came the first movie came out in 1999 so you're looking at old generation um, that might be looking at this the next step right and it's helping older generation understand and it's teaching them about LGBT is teaching them about pronouns and the appropriate pronouns for describing someone right so i'm glad that they they showed that in this series as well lance falls in love with uh yavanna pearson played by jasmine of course she was the receptionist at quentin and uh, quentin and amari's wedding and she's a receptionist and of course she he proposes to jasmine i'm glad that lance proposed to somebody else right because he always will love mia Right, he's he's always going to love Mia, but it's been years, right? 2013, 2023. It's been some years since she died, and I'm glad that he's not moving on so fast, but he's moving on. He said, Yes, my wife is dead, and I still love my wife, but I need to move on, right? Because it's been some years. Um, so very, very good. Nia Long, she's trying to figure some things out herself. Um, she again, it's her and Tay Diggs, man. Her and Tay Diggs, the characters Jordan and Harper we all saw the first movie where they were in the dorm. i want to say it was a dorm room they're in a dorm room they're having sex right they fall in love back in 1999 but of course harper marries robin and we know how that goes robin and harper they have a baby they name it mia off of one of the characters mia that died investment holiday i am really sad about harper and robin's ending now spoiler alert again a lot of people i'm spoiling some things for you guys i'm sorry but Harper and Robin gets a divorce. Um yeah, that I was shocked. I was very shocked, really. I thought I knew that they were going to have some problems in the series, right? But ultimately how their love story ends it ends in a divorce. Now, I'm going to say this very freely on the podcast on the radio show today. Um in the in the series, you're going to see that Harper and Robin they're going to have some problems, right? A very unhappy marriage is what I'm gonna say is a very unhappy marriage they're arguing all the time to Harper buys Robin a house and she doesn't like the house she doesn't she wants to do her own thing and they're arguing a whole lot in these series so in my mind as I'm watching the series like yes they're not gonna make it they're gonna get a divorce now the D word divorce and marriage and kids that stuff scares me I don't want it I'm just and you guys know I've been saying that for for many many months now Divorce scares me it does right because I know about well I don't know personally about divorce but you know of course my parents they got a divorce right so I know the aftermath of it and they showed this scene to where uh, Robin moves to Ghana with Mia the daughter and Tate's character Harper doesn't want her to go because she he doesn't want to be so far from his daughter there is an aftermath that affects on the kids when it comes to divorce if you're married and you're getting divorced you have young kids it's very very hard right kids don't understand they don't understand because they're, they're so young and Mia's very young in this show she as their daughter she doesn't understand right she's very smart but she doesn't understand it it's heartbreaking um so always gonna say if you're gonna get married make sure you truly love somebody before you get married don't rush to a marriage um because they showed in the first one young marriage right honestly i have friends that are married young and it's working for them right now i don't believe in young marriage i don't think it works and this was kind of an example for harper and robin they got married so young and now they're having problems right it's been years later i want to say about 20 years from them they're getting married and they got married young they don't truly know each other and now they're getting a divorce right that's the that's kind of the stereotype that's the stigma in today's society and they kind of exploit that in this series so i'm very excited for that uh, merch of course merch and candace are going through some stuff too candace uh it's going back to school she's trying to figure her things out because you guys remember regina hall's character candace got introduced into the first movie as a stripper right so now moving forward she's trying to become a little more successful than she is uh, merch he established lawyer but now he's running a school and he's trying to figure it out he has two girls he's trying to figure out the two girls are going through some stuff um and he's trying to figure out how to balance work kids and marriage all at the same time while having issues with harper because if you guys remember if you've seen the series harper wrote a book called unfinished unfinished business right so they explored the book of course he made he wrote lance's um biopic bio a bio, uh, book and now in this series they're making unfinished business into a movie so now all the characters are watching the trailer betraying the characters are portraying their character so it's a whole thing and, and merch they made Merch look like a punk in this movie, right? He bent over for Shelby before he met Candace. So now Merch, Merch is going through some stuff too because he started boxing, which is very interesting that they, they have him box in this series because that means he's going through something, right? We've done some things. I've done some things that you think, well, Kennedy's doing that? Yeah, because it's kind of a mechanism to kind of be distracted, right? For me, working out, meditating, and gaming and podcasts that's my meditation from all the stress we go through for merch for him to relieve stress and anger it's the boxing and it kind of stems for and they they showed a lot of 2020 um where everybody's struggling uh in the series as well it's a lot going on in the series guys uh they show where robin's going to the rise in 2020 because of george floyd Uh, quentin spivey quentin he owns the spivey company that owns real estate they opened up a hotel but obviously in 2020 it got shut down i know about that because i worked in hospitality before working for an institution um and they laid a lot of people off in marriott because of 2020 so i know about quentin's predicament of not making money in 2020 Uh, uh everybody's going through financial troubles in 2020 and that's really good that they Expand that. I'm glad they expanded the story about what happened to these characters in 2020. I'm glad they just didn't drill it in, Monica, because a lot of shows right now they use 2020, COVID 19, and they drill the hell out of it in their series to where, okay, we get it. Things shut out in 2020. It's been two years, three years now. I want to say because it's 2023 now. It's been three years since COVID. So COVID still exists. And that's not what I'm saying, but. We get it stop stop drilling it in because if you're just drilling it in it gets boring i'm glad that they exploited that but then they move on right so a lot of people are they're they're working some things out shelby's trying to figure herself out she didn't want to be a real housewife anymore she's become an anchor she becomes a newswoman uh to be more respected right so a lot of people are this that and that's the story in a nutshell guys there's so much that goes on to this series I see why they didn't make this a movie because there's just so much content to where they couldn't make this a movie. They had to make this a series because each episode is about 40 minutes. So, and it's about eight episodes, right? Eight episodes, each 40 minute, eight episode, that would have been over three hours, right? So I'm glad now that I take it back because when I I first got the announcement that, hey, it's coming to Peacock, I'm like, damn, that's another subscription because I don't, I have Peacock, Due to a hookup i ain't gonna name that but you know at first i didn't have Peacock. i'm like damn i'm gonna miss out on this because i don't have it it's another subscription um now i got the hookup thank you for my hookup um now i see this the series and it's fantastic guys i i i know we harped on this um majority of the podcast but this is a show that you guys don't sleep on because it is a show i want to see these characters return right what happens to Harper and Robin after their divorce? Will Quentin and Shelby make it in the marriage? Hell, when Jordan Armstrong, played by Nia, will she find love? Because she quit her job in the series as well. You guys know she runs MSNBC. She's the head bitch in charge. I mean that respectively, uh, Nia Long. I didn't mean that in any way. But the HB, I see, head bitch in charge. She's in charge of that, right? So I want to see, will she find another job? will jordan and, and harper will they fall in love back because they did a lot of reflection from either for both movies they did this scene where it was Tay Dick along jordan and harper they're in her house and they're they're looking at each other and they did a flashback from the 1999 film when they first made love so will they fall in love right we want more right i think they're gonna make more if peacock says. This is a smash hit. We wanna order season two. I bet you everybody will dig into this, right? I, I, I'm i willing to bet you, not seriously, but I'm willing to bet you a hundred dollars in this team, me and you can have this bet. If Peacock says, this season one was fantastic. I want season two. Malcolm D. Lee, make it happen. I'm pretty sure everybody's gonna hop on this idea for season two because there's so much more to this story right they're gonna write it they're gonna write more into it so and maybe that's something they're working on as we speak and they just haven't told nobody about yet but i definitely i want to see more of this series so let's make it happen for sure um so peacock malcolm d lee make it happen make it happen for sure i want to see it I, I gotta see it so uh Let's move on to our hip hop news. We got Addison Hayden up in the studio. Hey, Addison, I nice see you over there getting ready. So, what's going on in hip hop news, Addison?
2: Logic is no stranger to working with some of the finest names in movies and TV, but his latest non musical collaborator may catch even his biggest fans by surprise. In a video uploaded to Instagram on Saturday, December 31st, the Maryland bred lyricist gave fans a sneak peek at a studio session with actor Rain Wilson who's best known for playing Dwight Schrute in The Office. My man is making beats right now, and he's really snapping, Logic says in the clip before turning the camera to Wilson, who can be seen tapping away on an MPC in the rapper's home studio as a jazzy boom bap beat plays in the background. You may be black, Logic jokes, to which Wilson replies, right, with a comedic shrug. Look who stopped by to cook some beats. The Bobby Tarantino rapper added in his caption, playing off Dwight's love of the vegetable in the popular NBC sitcom. Logic and Wilson's unlikely cook-up session was met with excitement by some of the former's rap peers such as Lex Luger, Nems and Medainty Wyo. Woo! Fire emojis, he's definitely my fave on The Office now, Luger commented on the post, while Nems added, my guy Dwight, legendary. Logic isn't the only Office fan in hip-hop. Dwight Schrute has also been referenced in songs by Paul Wall, Michael Christmas and Das Racist, while Childish Gambino, Post Malone and Lucky have name-dropped Steve Carell's character, Michael Scott. While it remains to be seen whether any music will come from his studio session with Rain Wilson, Logic is still looking to work with more conventional names. Back in November, the 32-year-old revealed his down to do a joint album with producer extraordinaire The Alchemist. Of course at Alchemist is one of the greatest producers of all time. It would be an honor, he tweeted in response to a fan asking about a potential collaboration between the two. Oh, we could finish an album in a weekend brother. Let's do it. Logic has also teased a full-length project with Madlib, which has spawned a handful of early singles. But as he told Apple Music's Zane Lowe last year, the bandana beatmaker's inability to remember the samples, owing to a shroom's trip, has put the brakes on its release. We did that in a weekend, and Egan Alapat, Madlib's former business partner, sent me basically every Madlib beat that he's ever done, he explained. I mean, gigs and gigs and gigs from 2005. I went through and made my perfect album of all my favorite beats. Then I just rapped on them all. He continued, Madlib comes over and he's like, yo, Bobby, this is crazy. I was like, really? You like it? He's like, I love it. I'm like, wow. He's like, there's just one thing. I don't remember any of these fucking samples. We can't clear it. I was on mushrooms 15 years ago when I made this beat. I don't know. One album that didn't suffer from behind-the-scenes delays was Vinyl Days, Logic's star-studded seventh studio album, which arrived in July 2022. The project was recorded in just 12 days and marked his final release on Def Jam Records, with whom he had been vocal about his frustrations over the years. That's my favorite part I'm off Def Jam, he said on Logan Paul's impulsive podcast following its release. I made that album so I could leave, and guess what? I left them with some of the dopest shit I could give them. It's not like I just wiped my ass. What am I excited about? I'm excited to be independent, I'm excited to do my thing." He added, I'm really happy to know that I represented and low-key was the face of the label, one of the illest hip-hop labels of all time. And that I sold millions and millions of records and gave them billions and billions of streams, and that it was a good partnership. Wow, that's
0: very fantastic. Some news today. Very, very excited for that. Um, so more of, of hip-hop news. Uh, I wanted to kind of give you guys an update. We, we did a news breaking about this, but... Tory Lanez Tory Lanez he's going down he was found guilty on all charges of course he did a jail call to Megan's friends to apologize so are uh, we gonna follow more of that story because I want to know how long and a uh, story probably already broke by the time we're recording but um I'm kind of sad for Tory Lanez right because Tory Lanez is, is a good artist I, I like his music um this was not drawn out but it was a lot his his dad had a lot to say we saw it on social media his daughter the little girl, his daughter, or no, his brother, no, his sister, said a lot, said a lot, but I think she was just, she was young, she didn't know what she was talking about. um But Tory Lanez, man, I don't know, these these artists have to stop doing stupid stuff, right? Because it's not worth it at the end of the day. Now your career is tarnished, and I'm sure Tory Lanez and Megan, they're not going to make any more music after that. So. I cannot wait to see The Breakfast Club is going to be talking about it very soon if if they haven't already. Joe Budden, shout out to Joe Budden. He doesn't know who I am, but I'm a huge fan of his podcast. I love Joe Budden, Ice and Ish and Parks. I love their podcast because it is so freaking funny to me. Um but I'm I'm looking forward to see what other podcasters are saying about the trial because it's one of those things that it does happen now i just i wanted to talk about something before we get to our sports news because we got arthur brooks up in the building as well um but the last couple days have been crazy when it comes to airlines and i'm sure they're gonna and we joked yeah i guess we were, we were talking in the studio we joked about it but i definitely don't want this to happen when we go get ready to go to new york but a lot of um flights have been canceled um a couple days ago we had a, storms right we had cold weather on christmas eve it was supposed to be the coldest day we still went out on christmas eve i went with my brother we went to the mall we still went out on christmas eve but i am very interested to see uh i'm, I'm glad that things are starting to clear up guys but i wanted to make a a psa announcement right um stewardess airline people they work really hard um airline people who work for airlines whether it's spirit whether it's frontier right and a lot of people joke about those two because they they're less expensive than let's say southwest and delta and first of all people when you fly spirit of frontier hell we're flying frontier when we go to new york it is not an airline for broke people it is not i would rather pay for less on a flight if it's a good quality flight now i remember frontier last year when we went to new york last year it was fantastic i enjoyed every moment of it the flight was smooth we got there in two hour two two and a half hours right it was smooth and we didn't have to pay so much now you got the big boys delta and southwest i'm not shitting on them i'm sure they're very except they're very expensive 300 per person for per a plane ticket that's a lot but we really have to give people at work a break we do especially when you're dabbling in customer service now I did, I'm gonna talk about and I've talked about customer service in a different way on the Beyond swingy podcast last night so go guys go take a listen to that show but I saw it on Twitter I saw it on Instagram a lot of people were just yelling at the stu- at the airline people because their flights were getting canceled PSA to a lot of people they don't control flights. It's true. They they don't control flights. If flights get canceled, it's unfortunate. I know a lot of people pay money for it. I know some airlines are giving money back for people who booked a flight and their flight get canceled or delayed. Right? Um, We have to learn to be grateful for people that's working very hard. Right? Because we all know it was the storms. A lot of states during Christmas, they had 5 inches, 10 inches, 20 inches of snow, right? And it's safe to not put other people in harm's way. Airplanes, when it's snowing in a different location, if it's raining hard, if it's a hurricane watch, tornado watch, or snowing very hard, yes, they're going to cancel flights. They're going to delay flights because of the safety. I personally would rather arrive somewhere safe than to say, okay, it's raining and it's a tornado watch, but I need to get somewhere. I need this flight to get to this area, even though that area is got hurricane watch. I need to get there. No, they're not going to risk lives for that. Hence why flights are getting canceled. Now I've seen it on on, on uh, Twitter and Instagram and T, we saw it, which is strange. A lot of people's luggage got sent to the location that they're flying to, but they couldn't get on the flight. Um, I understand the frustration in that where you have your personal item somewhere. And you're not there. I understand. There's a, there's a trick to it. If you're flying. All you need. On your persons really is your phone. And your wallet. long as you have that on your persons. Your luggage that has your. And I can kind of skeptic now. If you put your work computer. Your, your equipment in a luggage. And it's lost. I understand. Now if it's lost. And they if, if the airline cannot find it. They reimburse you money to get your stuff back you buy new stuff the, the companies are that rich where let's say if if somebody if sally sue has their luggage and is sent to for let's use new york for example uh sally sue had her luggage with her laptop and a camera with her clothes and the luggage just got sent to montana and she's in new york right it's unfortunate you gotta wait until that luggage comes to you and if it's lost and these air flights cannot find it whatsoever, they reimburse you a lot of money to get all those things you just lost back. It's in, it's in protocol. That's what they have to do. That's why they make sure they, that doesn't happen. That we saw a couple of days ago, a lot of people got their, their luggage shipped off somewhere, right? Because in the airport, they had millions and millions of luggage just sitting there. Nobody was there until they could get there. So that, I understand the frustration in that. That's, that's the incompetent part of it. But the problem I have, Monica, is when people are yelling at the airline people, the reception, the clerks, that's just doing their job. I saw this one video. The lady was like, hey, if you're yelling at me, I cannot help you. That lady, I'm sure didn't get fired. Because again, when I worked in hospitality hotels, I would check somebody in, right? If somebody's yelling and screaming at me, I have the right to say, I cannot service you if you're going to scream at me right my managers and our supervisors they say if somebody screams at you you have the right to not service them if somebody calls you out your name and use derogatory names you all know what i'm talking about because i told my old old boss if i get if i get called the n-word i'm not serving that person i might go to jail because i don't punch somebody for calling me the n-word right so we have a right to do that back then same thing with receptionists, clerks that work at these airlines, they're just working. They just work there. They want to help. They want to ease the pain. But if you're screaming at them, they're not going to help you, right? And that's that's within their right. doesn't matter if we pay them money for their services. If you're going to scream at somebody, they will not service you. Everywhere I go, whether I'm ordering food, whether I'm out and I need service done on something, I'm not going to scream at folks right because especially in if there's hotels and in uh, hospitality i've been to where they've been i know same thing when i work for my institution we're not going to name the name of the institution because you know but you guys know where i work in the institution if a student comes yelling at me i'm like i'm not i I definitely am not going to service you if you're yelling at me right so we have a right to do that and I, i i i'm thankful for everybody who's in the hospitality industry um, hotels, airlines, uh, hospitality, restaurant industry, people that's serving customer service. I applaud you guys. Cause that's not an easy job. It's not, I've been a customer representative and it's not an easy job. You're dealing with all kinds of personalities of people who you're dealing with the people who are annoying. you're dealing with the Johns and the Karens you're dealing with the ignorance. You're dealing with a whole bunch of people from all walks of life and it's not an easy job it's not it's, it's not such an easy job and i think we have to learn people who doesn't work in that industry right and it's, it's people who per se maybe have a bigger job title than the customer representatives they think they hot shit because they might make six figures and we make we might some of us might make five and then some people might make six and seven they think oh i'm better than you because i make seven figures so i'm gonna treat you like shit no that's not how that works nowadays you be on world star getting your ass beat nowadays um so we we just got to be thankful we do now before we close out the podcast here today of course we got arthur brooks up in the studio getting ready to give us our sports news arthur what's new in sports man for the first time in three
1: years david blau trotted on the field as a starting quarterback in the nfl his first victory will have to wait blau did a commendable job on short notice leading the arizona fence but the banged up cardinals lost their sixth in a row when young way kicked a chip shot field goal on the last play of the game to give the atlanta falcons a 20-19 victory sunday it was a meaningless game in the standings with both teams eliminated from the playoffs but it sure meant a lot to blau the 27-year-old texan who signed with the cardinals 4-12, 4-12, about two weeks ago, wound up being Arizona's fourth starting QB in four weeks with starter Kyler Murray out for the season and Colt McCoy struggling with concussion symptoms. Blau completed 24-40 of 40 for 222 yards, including a four-yard touchdown to Thray McBride, and the Cardinals had a shot at their first victory since November 13 when Matt Prater booted a 57-yard field goal with 4.57 remaining. Arizona never got the ball back. The Falcons, 6-10, drove nearly the length of the field, draining the clock before Ku booted it through from 21 yards as time expired. I'm the fourth quarterback in four weeks. I get it. It's not an ideal situation. It's not ideal for anybody, Blau said. I don't know what next week holds. Undrafted out of Purdue, Blau wound up with the Detroit Lions during their woeful 2019 season. He got a chance to start the final five games after Matthew Stafford was injured. The Lions lost them all to close out a 3-12-1 campaign, with Blau completing 54% of his passes for 984 yards with four touchdowns and six interceptions. It seemed that would be his only chance. Blau played briefly in two games over the last two seasons and was toiling on Minnesota's practice squad when the Cardinals signed him on December 14, shortly after Murray was lost for the season with a knee injury. Blau quickly worked his way up the depth chart. McCoy went out the following week with a head injury, giving way to Trace McSorley. After a 19-16 loss to Tampa Bay on Christmas Day, the Cardinals decided to go with quarterback No four on new year's day i started five games in detroit and they didn't go the way i would have liked them to blau said i'm just thankful for an opportunity because they don't come around every day in this league still the result was a familiar one for arizona and embattled coach cliff kingsbury whose roster has been ravaged by injuries for the fifth time in the last six games the Cardinals failed to score 20 points. They had plenty of chances at the Falcons' end of the field, but wound up settling for four field goals. Prata missed another try from 43 yards. It's frustrating. You want to win, Glau said. We didn't do enough, had to settle for too many field goals and at the end of the day, that's on me and the shoulders of the offense. Kingsbury was appreciative of the effort. Guys out there, just learning the system, haven't gotten a ton of reps all season and they're out there trying to compete and win games," the coach said. The Cardinals will have one more chance to send longtime defensive stalwart J.J. Watt out with a win in the season finale at San Francisco. The three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year surprised nearly everyone by announcing his upcoming retirement after Arizona's final home game. What had a sack against the Falcons, pushing him to 10 and a half for the year, his first double-figure sacks season since 2018. He also had a couple of hits on Falcons rookie QB Desmond Ridder. What knows he's done after next week? Kingsbury could be facing the same prospect after a miserable season. The coach is 28-36-1 in four seasons as the Cardinals' coach, with only a single one-and-done playoff appearance. You want to win, Kingsbury said. As a staff, you can't say enough about guys playing their tails off trying to win. Keeping us in games. It's kind of been the story of the season, not being
0: able to finish at the end. Sounds like some good sports news, Arthur. Thank you, Arthur and Addison, for coming in the studio for sure. They always make sure. They always bring a little, a little zest to the show. I love it. I really do. So that's going to wrap it up here on the premiere episode of Season 5, KLP Aftermath. Again, I got to say thank you to everybody who tuned in, and thank you guys for staying so tuned in all the way from Season 1 all the way up to Season uh, 5. So we are changing some things. If you guys notice, some of the episodes we have deleted um we uh different locations of where we filmed our podcast we we um got a little bit of trouble for that so uh if you guys noticed that some episodes from different seasons have been deleted um there was a reason why we had to delete it i'm not going to go into details i did have some people reach out to us and say hey some of your episodes are missing and i wanted to show my friend one of the episodes um sorry um uh, we had some uh some some minor trouble with that so we had to delete certain episodes that will that been out um so if you guys noticed that the name changes and the location changes and things that we're not affiliating with other things no more um because of these troubling uh things that happen to kelp entertainment in general so um we're fine we just had to change up our strategy a little bit so um yeah if you guys notice some of the episodes from previous seasons they have been deleted Um, They will not be coming back, but we've got many, many more seasons to premiere newer content for you guys. So appreciate your patience on that guys, but thank you. For staying tuned for today's podcast, if you would like to see more, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you're watching the video version of this podcast on Spotify, video, and our YouTube at KLP Entertainment, but if you're listening to it on our Heart Radio, uh, that's a big player of ours. Our Heart Radio, thank you so much. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcasts, thank you so much. Share it with your friends so that way you guys don't miss the next new episode, next new radio show, next new podcast from us here at KLP Entertainment. I've been your host KLP Kennedy Lucas uh as always i like to say stay safe oh keep your immune system going guys of course there's the three sicknesses covet the flu and another variant of covet is out stay safe guys drink immune i have i bought and this was expensive because i went to Puddles. it was like 12 dollars, but i needed it. a big box of the powder right as emergency amuse powder is the apple cider you mix it in with a drink whether it's water or orange juice to keep your immune system boosted guys so you guys do not catch sickness i'm gonna make every precaution when i go back to my um other office i'm gonna make sure i mask up because i i cannot afford to be getting sick because around the corner we're heading to new york i cannot be getting sick so Stay safe, stay healthy, and I was, as always, I like to say, stay swanky. Peace.
2: Get it,
0: get it, get it, get it. Ladies and You are now tuned, tuned into, into Atlanta's, Atlanta's hottest radio, radio show. show. The other stations are tuned
1: The 93.3 radio station The 94.6 radio station